good day, good afternoon, good night. How you doing? This is MCM and you're listening to You're Probably Right. Today we are going to have a serious conversation. Well, maybe not a serious conversation, but there's going to be a serious talk happening here. Now, of course, I'm only doing the talking, but just stay tuned. You're welcome to your Probably Right podcast with your host with the most, the man with all of the answers, at least as so he would like you to believe anyway, MCM. And my name is Siri. Thank you. And make sure to share. Welcome to You're Probably Right. This is MCM and you are listening to my amazing podcast for the day. <laughs> Yo, what's up, y'all? It's MCM. This is you're probably right, and uh, hopefully I'll be right today. Um, but if not, you know, I always tell you this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And if I do say anything biblical, which I tend to, always check with your local Bible. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you can get may, way more wisdom from a Bible. You can get way more wisdom from a pastor at a church, a Bible-believing church, that is. <laughs> and um, I am a Christian. This isn't a Christian podcast, but this is a podcast by a Christian. Therefore, you will have a lot of Christian themes behind most of what I say. And then sometimes it's just me, you know, just some conjecture here, some personal experience, some opinion, some of this, some of that. You know, some of the stuff I've learned and seen over the years. Sorry, I'm always scratching my beard in the in the microphone. I don't know why I do that. I think I can hear it. Maybe that's why I do it. Okay, so I'm just going to pour myself a little drink here and we're going to get started. Yeah. Hopefully this sounds stereo. Let's see if I can pour it in stereo. Yeah. It doesn't taste like it's in stereo, though. <laughs> yeah, it's actually um, some funky soda water. And it supposedly has cranberry and ginger ale flavors. I don't know how you have ginger ale. Anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, so today the topic is, if you saw the thumbnail, you know, wherever you are, um, it's new love after divorce. 10 essential questions to ask yourself. Now, again, these aren't based on anything scripturally um, in that it's just opinion. You know what I mean? And I'm going to go over them fairly quickly. Unless, of course, I ramble on. I'm hoping to give you all 10. But as you know, for some of my regular listeners, I don't necessarily do all 10. <laughs> it depends where we get to. You know what I mean? I'm not forcing it. There's nothing forced here. Um, if you're a first time listener, I also try not to do current topics. I'd rather do topics that are always current with someone. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to talk about the game that happened yesterday in the year that I'm speaking because it might be totally irrelevant by the time you listen to this. You know what I mean? And nowadays, there's so many different podcasts, and everybody's trying to be the hype beast, the the go-to, 
<laughs> Everybody's trying to be viral, although that saying seems to be dying at some level. All right, anyhow. So here we go. <sighs> Again, my name is MCM. Please, um, if you can, I've asked this a few times only, probably out of 135 episodes to date. I'm asking this probably for the fourth or fifth time. I'm asking if you could please, maybe more, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm asking if you could please go on to, say, Google or wherever you browse. Um, type up, you're probably right, that's with a Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, not Y-O-U-R or anything like that. It's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, probably, <laughs> right? Um, I would assume since you're listening to this podcast, you can spell po- probably, probably. <laughs> Um, but I guess if you can't, P R O B A B L Y, right? R I G H T, not R W R I T. <laughs> um, and it's hosted by me, MCM. You'll usually see my face somewhere around. I I have some pretty cool um, thumbnails these days, so I just put the name out. Sometimes people don't want to see my face plastered all over the the thumbnail, so I try to just keep that at a minimum. But you will see it um, if you pull it up anywhere. But my, the bottom line of me saying this is if you could just find where it says Spotify or or Apple. And if you could just rate the podcast, if you like it at all, please. I mean, if, you, if you're if you one out of five, then maybe don't rate it at all. <laughs> Let's just pretend you didn't hate it. But if you do like it and it's a five or four even, um, I would love it if you just, you know, give me some, uh, what's it called? Some feedback. Um, let them know that I'm out here. <laughs> whoever they are because sometimes I think with the content that I give and I'm just giving it straight from the heart um, sometimes that's not what they want surprisingly right so in this description of this one here we go in this enlightening episode we delve into the complex and often unspoken journey of seeking new love after divorce Hmm. now that's all I'm going to say <laughs> but you know what The first thing I must say, as a Bible-believing Christian, as a Christian, I mean, I guess all Christians are (laughs) Bible-believing. I I mean, if you're not a Bible-believing Christian, chances are you're not a Christian, right? All right. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Or the word was God and the word was... Wait, the word was with God and the word was God. Either way, the bottom line is <laughs> you can't have God without the word. The Bible says no one comes to the Father but by me. That's what Jesus said. So for those of you who think you can somehow stretch to the Father without the Son, sorry, Jesus says no. The word says no. Okay. And for those of you still listening, after I've already <laughs> booted half of my listening audience, um, the first thing we're going to do, I'm, I'm going to say, first of all, just because you've had a divorce, it doesn't necessarily mean you can't go back. I mean, the Bible literally says that you should be reconciled to your, your husband. Now, maybe for whatever reason, that's not possible. Maybe you divorced and he died or 
maybe he divorced and he got remarried maybe he divorced and he's living a different lifestyle there's so many different variables as to why but i would honestly say the best because the scripture says to do it is to be reconciled to your own husband hold on there's a commercial in my ear That was horrible. Um, I got to say to you, in any relationship, when you're thinking of getting back with um, an ex or whatever it is, you have to look about your emotional readiness first. Have I fully processed my feelings about the divorce? And am I emotionally ready to invest in a new relationship? Now, this is a person who is available to be in a new relationship so again if you're if your partner your husband your wife has moved on not your partner your husband or your wife has moved on for whatever reason you're free but if they are unmarried as a christian you're supposed to get back the only thing I would say is that you should evaluate your emotional readiness, like depending on what has happened. Have I fully processed my feelings? Have they fully processed their feelings over whatever it is they've been through, especially if they're getting back in the relationship with you? Um, have you seek? Have you sought seeking? <laughs> have you sought godly counsel? Now, you're not necessarily going to get this godly counsel from your pastor. The pastor, as I've been told, his time is should be spent on delivering the word of God, preaching, um, preparing to preach, you know, um, feeding the flock, the word of God, so that when these situations do happen, they'll know what is true and what is the right course of action. So let's just say you're getting back together. Like, I know that we're talking about getting into a new relationship after divorce, but you know what? Just off the cuff, I have the 10 considerations here, but you know, I'm still going to read them all off, but I want you to know that a hundred percent, first of all, I say, you know, you can get help. You can fix your relationship and you can be reconciled to your own husband. Someone would say, you know, maybe in some type of a joking manner, or maybe not joking, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. And I've seen that in so many cases where um, couples were together, they broke up for whatever reason. One of them, sometimes both of them went their separate ways and found other people to be with. And it worked out horrible. And one by one, sometimes not in the same year, sometimes not even in the same decade, They've both broken up and they're available again. Now, the thing is, sometimes when people break up, they swear blind that they don't want to get back together with their ex. Their ex moves on and then they realize they can't move on or they move on. They find somebody else and then the ex finds out that they are with somebody else or some people, some other people, and then they won't take them back. And even scripturally, I think it says it. If, you know, if she's joined herself to another person, you can't take her back. So. <clears throat> if you don't believe me, read the Bible. Check it out. 
So not only should he not take you for he may not want to take you back, but the scriptures, I think, actually tell them not to take you back if you joined yourself to another man. Right. So it's a lot of serious consideration when you decide to end a relationship totally and write somebody off in that manner. So you have to do, you have to consider your your emotional readiness, even if you're getting back together again, seek godly counsel really thoroughly go through what went wrong the last time and then move in from there into the situation not in together just figure out what happened get your godly counsel take take some time with it spend some time in it so that you can uh, reconcile properly and whatever you do do not get back in for physical or sexual reasons because that will never be the glue to any relationship for a long term anyways nor healthy one way or the other two what's your expectations what are my expectations from a new relationship and how have they changed since my previous marriage or when we were previously married you know what i mean like maybe you've realized that some of your expectations on your partner wasn't so great last time and you realize maybe it's not cool that she does everything or maybe it's not cool that he does everything or maybe it's not cool if you expect him to work night and day to pay for a house that you probably only live in 30% of it, <laughs> you know, 10% of the time because he's out working and you're usually just in one room anyways. But, you know, you have to have that beautiful house to show at Christmas time. I don't know. Um, you know, what are your expectations? What are your expectations from your wife, gentlemen? If you're looking to get back to your wife and maybe, you know, times have changed. Maybe she's older. Maybe she's not as um, whatever anymore. <laughs> so um, are you willing to love her regardless? You know what I mean? Regardless to any limitations that may be in front of you for whatever reason. Are you willing to say, you know what, I love my wife and I'm going to be a godly husband and I'm going to love and cherish her as the scriptures say, and you're going to take care of her, provide for her, protect her, be there for her emotionally, be there to have conversation and to care about her and to help her and to be there with her. Although she is your helpmate. <laughs> Right. And women, you have to look at your side of it as well, right? What sacrifices are you willing to take or to give or to make, I should say, that you maybe weren't, you know, either mature enough to or willing to or humble enough to or <sighs> obedient enough to? Remember, as a husband to a wife, you should look at him as Lord. Now, I don't hear any women calling their husbands Lord, usually. <laughs> but it is God over man and man over his wife and children over or under their mother. Although we all have the same value and we're all worth the same amount, we all have different positions and stations in life. And through the different conversation, not through conversation, but through the different relationships, um, you know, you may be one day the father 
uh, instead of being the son. You know, maybe you're going to be the mother instead of the daughter forever. You know, like you'll have different stations, but stations still. You know what I mean? And everybody needs to work within whatever it is that God has blessed them with, whether it be husband and children or husband and just a child or just a husband. Right. Or maybe you're just a child and a sibling. Who knows? But the point is, there's no just God loves us all. He loves his children in the family of God. He gave his son for you. And you have to remember that when you're making your decisions and what you're doing. Remember that your body is the temple of the Lord. So you can't just be out there willy nilly doing everything with Tom, Dick or Harry when you know that you belong to Christ and that if there is a husband that's you've been blessed with, then that is your husband and you need to be taking care of the needs of your husband and you need not bring anything from your father into your relationship with your husband. It's your husband and you are his wife. Your father, hopefully, presumably had his own wife. That was your mother. Whatever has applied in your relationship may not necessarily apply in their relationship. Independence. <clears throat> Number three. Am I seeking a relationship to fill a void or because I genuinely want to share my life with someone? Yeah. There are many people who just get um, married or they get divorced, married, married, divorced. And, you know, they're looking to get back in the relationship just because they're out there and um, they're trying to fill a void sometimes just in name. They just want to be able to say my husband or my wife, but they don't really want to be a husband and they don't really want to be a wife or many times they just don't know what that really means. And this is where you pull open your Bible. And you read what it says. I suggest if you get an ESV, you might be able to understand it well. And if you get a study Bible, like one of John MacArthur's, then you can actually go through the study notes as the scriptures are explained verse by verse in that Bible. Sometimes, I mean, generally, most Christians, in most cases, the Holy Spirit, I believe, lets us understand the scriptures. So we don't need somebody to necessarily, but... We're not always going to be the highest of spirits or not the highest of spirits, but we're not always going to be so connected and thinking on heavenly things. that sometimes our understanding is not always going to be there. I mean, the recite, the disciples were disciples, <laughs> the disciples were with Christ. And sometimes they had no idea what he meant. All that he didn't always know, but they didn't always know exactly what they were supposed to be doing. Nor, even if they did, they were they always perfectly obedient. Okay. Number four. And this is going to be a quick one, guys. We're not going to be here forever. So don't worry. I'm going to talk your ear off today. <laughs> I actually did a podcast just today, just yesterday, and um, I just felt like doing one again. So I'm doing it. But it'll be short. Family dynamics. How will entering a new relationship or your old relationship new again impact my family dynamics, especially if there's children involved. Know that if you're getting back together, that there is damage done to the children if you keep breaking up and 
falling apart and breaking up and falling apart if you take on a relationship with someone who is not the father or not the mother and you're going to bring them around your kids be sure that you are going to be together you're going to be married properly that you need to you know bring this thing back together but properly especially for the children now children are not children always but they're going to be children for at least 18 years no matter how young they are so you're going to make that commitment again. Make that commitment for sure. Don't bring anybody around the kids who you're not planning on keeping around the kids. Okay? And really know what you're getting into. Are you a, sh a serial, serial, a serial dater or a serial divorcer or a serial breaker upper? Is it something they knew that needs to get fixed before you get into a relationship again? Or do you believe that you found the one this time and everybody else, you know, your other three, four, five, two, one relationship, the, the other people were the problem and you're perfect. <laughs> Think about it. Five, personal growth. In what way have I grown? You have to ask yourself. Or how have I changed since my last relationship or since we were in a relationship last? And how will this influence a new partnership with my old partner or with a new partner? Guys, maybe you weren't able to do a lot of the stuff around the home, but since you broke up, you found out that you've had to be able to know how to wash colors with colors and wash whites with whites, how much bleach to put in a wash and how far away you need to keep bleach from your good clothes or maybe don't do laundry in your good clothes because you never know if that bleach, you know, it splashes around and, you know, leaves <laughs> white marks all over your dark clothes. If, you know, it's never happened. Wait a while. <laughs> um, but how have you grown? Hopefully you haven't regressed. But you've learned more, you know more, you can share more. Six, compatibility. What qualities am I looking for in a partner now? And how do they differ from my previous preference or preferences? Maybe you're not looking for a husband to give you kids. Maybe you have kids and you're just looking for a life partner. Someone to be there when you're sick. Someone to be someone you can be there for when you, when they're sick. Maybe you're just trying to fill, fulfill the word of God, knowing that it's good for a man to have a wife, his own wife. It's good not to have to burn in lustful ways. It's better to be able to have that for your own wife or for your own husband. Because seeking it outside of marriage is a sin. Maybe you just want someone to be a partner in life with to care for, to know that there's someone there who cares for you and you can be someone that cares for someone else and you can always agree on what the word of God says to his children. Definitely a good starting point. Things will fade. Beauty will fade. Weights will fluctuate. People will get older. People will get sick. People will die. But you know, you can still fix a broken relationship you still may not have to live the rest of your life alone you know 
Number seven, lifestyle adjustment. Am I willing and able to make compromise and adjustments to accommodate someone else in my life again? Or do you need the king size bed to yourself? <laughs> maybe you sink, maybe you sleep diagonally. Maybe you don't like anybody else's cooking. Maybe you don't know how to cook and they do. <laughs> There's so many things to consider, you know, but you can just think about that for yourself. Lifestyle adjustments. Number eight, future goals. What are my long-term goals and how does a new relationship or rekindling an old relationship fit into this vision? Are you just looking for someone to spend vacations with? Someone to watch movies with? Someone to attend church and to snuggle with at home? Someone to plant a garden with? Someone to walk the mall with? Maybe for exercise at 6 a.m.? <laughs> Someone to raise your children with? There's so many things that are practical. Then there's also stuff that's just, you know, not practical because knowing that someone will die first barring a untimely accident with both of you in the car or the plane at the same time somebody will be left again alone can you handle it divorce is difficult death is difficult you're not always going to have someone by your side some people have had it very difficult time of trying to live after a loved one passes away, especially a spouse. Nine, social perceptions. How concerned am I about social perceptions or stigmas of dating at my age? If you're older, we're getting married again at your age. Are you going to have a big wedding? Or is it only going to be you, your spouse, one witness, and the pastor? <laughs> and should this influence my decision? You know, what shape are you in? Maybe your best years aren't past. Maybe you've just become into your, you know, you're in your own. <laughs> and, um, and now it's time to share that with someone. In the, pri in, the, in the privacy and in the relationship of a, a marriage. And lastly, keeping this very, very short. I'm going to check my time on this one. I think I, I'm doing good. Let me just see. Although I'm stopping to see. And where is the time? Sorry, guys. I got to see now. Um, oh, 26 minutes. Not as short as I thought. Okay. Well, anyways, last self-reflection. Am I entering a new relationship for the right reasons? And how does it align with my sense of self identity post my divorce? And hopefully you're getting back together. Listen. The Lord God Almighty can make all things new again. Your relationship can have life again. 
you can have great new and more wonderful experiences again. You have to know that God is able to do abundantly above all that you can ask or even think. That everything changes when God is in control, although he is in control, but when you have decided not to push your way, then understand that so many things can happen for you and for your husband or for you and your wife. Don't give up. You may not see the change. You may be like me. After I fumbled in my marriage, I asked God continuously for many days. I said, Lord, let there be forgiveness. Let there be reconciliation and restoration. And um, some of that was there, you know. But um, at the end of the day, you have to understand that he is sovereign over your life. He is sovereign over the world. And maybe your narrative, your way may not be what's going to happen. Maybe you just have to sit back and allow God to have his way in your marriage. And that means that you may not be able to have your way. Maybe you have to learn to be more humble, more honest. Maybe you need to learn to be more obedient because obedience is better than sacrifice. All right, guys. Well, that's wrapping it up today. Just a short one. So think about those things when you're, you know, thinking about getting back into your relationship. And um, if you are not a believer, if you have questions, I would say attend a church, read a Bible, make sure it's a Bible-believing church. And when I say a Bible-believing church, that is a church that believes in Genesis all the way to Revelations, 66 books of the Bible. Okay, it makes a difference. And a church that practices what the scripture says. All right. Anyhow, once again, y'all, I thank you for coming out. This is MCM, and it has been another episode of You're Probably Right, and I will be signing off in five, four, three, two, one. Take care. Hey, come check out You're Probably Right podcast. Society is getting more unpredictable every day, but at the same time, predictable in its unpredictability. Say that four times real fast. Come with me as I attempt to find clarity in all the fog while staying way outside the box and kicking the box way down the road with my size 12 docks. <laughs> I use the Bible, experience, education, fortune, misfortune, life's lessons, life's mistakes to sort through all the mess. I talk about news, God, uh-oh, yeah, God, self-help, sports, sickness, health, music, parenting, love, humbleness, hurt, pain, joy, and all the things that might make you say, hmm, I never thought of it that way. Hopefully, anyway. Also, I take a stab at answering tough and not so tough questions. And all the while, 
understand that, listen, sometimes you end up in the hot seat and there's no thermostat. Well, that's how it is here. And because there's no topic, well, very few topics off the table, Torontonians will understand that Doug Ford reference there. <laughs> Hopefully the podcast will be helpful and uplifting. And hey, maybe you'll find your own private Idaho here somewhere. Hope to see you soon.